0: Welcome back to TA1, everything you want to know about adventure racing and then some. I'm your host, legendary Randy Erickson. Got the legendary Jimmy with me. Let's see if she's a little bit quiet. So, um been gone for a while. We're back. And hopefully we'll kind of stay here. I think so. I've got a few, uh must be springtime and people are coming out of the woodwork. So, got some episodes lined up and um that should be kind of interesting adventure racing maybe some mountain biking maybe some other uh even different things so um yeah been a long a long i don't know how long it's been doesn't matter let's just get on with it right so um thanks for uh hanging in here hopefully if you're listening and uh go fast take chances and um Hey, cool. Here we go. Bye. Hello? I'm here.
1: All right. <laughs> uh, this should work better. I have a, a mobile internet stick. Ah, yep. So I'll, I'll uh, get off of there. Uh,
0: there yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I've been actually using while I, <clears throat> at races and stuff is a, yeah, a mobile hotspot. Don't have to worry yeah. about it.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's what I... I've been using. I use all last summer and stuff, and it's uh, it's great.
0: Yeah. So what yeah. kind? Of, what kind are you using? Let's get technical here.
1: It's a uh, Huawei.
0: Okay. I don't even know what. I don't know which one it is, but. Oh yeah, because I I'd use. Have to look it up. Yeah, the uh, Solus. Yeah. Um, worked good. I like it because yeah. you know it picks. I suppose that one does too. It just picks up any cell signal it can find, right? Yeah. 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 So cool. All right. Welcome to computer talk. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So what, um, let's see, we, let's start with last year. What possessed you to, uh, spend what, six months in a small car traveling around racing?
1: Yeah, it wasn't quite six months, but, uh, spent the better part of three months. So, uh, my girlfriend is a, a high school teacher and, uh, she has uh, she has the summers off So I was already planning a race schedule And uh, And uh, you know We were talking about what we could do in the summer And then I just kind of put two and two Together and thought oh well Maybe she'll want to come with me And uh, you know and, and even volunteer at some of the races And stuff like that so I chatted with her And she was game and so we decided We would uh, drive across the country And uh, I would do some racing in between and, and, uh, she would volunteer at a couple races as well.
0: Yeah, that's kind of cool. And I'm, yeah. uh, I'm going to assume that it was a successful mission cause you're at her parents' house.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, that was good. Um, yeah. So I was the, I mean, the tricky part was I was still working the whole time. The only time I took time off was to actually race. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was the, that was the challenge. Uh, but it was a, it was a good one.
0: Yeah. Okay. So here's a good question. Uh, what do you do and how were you able to do it on the road?
1: So I work for a research journal. So I basically manage uh, when when a researcher does research and then wants to publish it, they submit their publication findings to a journal. So I'm a person who manages that, the paper from kind of start to finish. So I, I'm the person who is kind of the main point of contact with editors and also with uh, authors Um, so that's something i can do from pretty much anywhere Um, and it's on a a fairly flexible schedule um, even during the day so uh, that's what kind of allows me the the opportunity to do that
0: yeah so that's one of those jobs that it's flexible meaning you can work 20 hours a day anytime you want no well no i mean
1: (laughs) no the way it works is there's there's a certain number of things that need to be done every day, and yeah. there's a certain number of things that need to be done every week. Um, and so, as long as I make sure and get those things done, you know, within a regular kind of time span during each day and then uh, on a regular basis during the week, then, uh, you know, my employer is happy about that.
0: Yeah. So, sort of a, can't you, even normally you sort of have a flexible schedule?
1: Yeah, and I, and I chose you know uh i was working as a researcher at the uh at, at a hospital before and i had some flexibility but not definitely not as much as i had so when i moved out west and was looking for other work um that was a huge part of you know choosing a job so i chose something that pays a little bit less in exchange for uh
0: having a lot more flexibility yeah i uh yeah. i hear you you're preaching to the choir <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah so That's did... made, it's made a huge difference yeah
0: yeah i mean do you yeah. It's kind of, you know, you see people or talk to f- friends and stuff that are racing and like, well, I can, I think I'm going to do this race this year. Cause I, I get, you know, I get two weeks of vacation and kind of like, really? That must suck.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's different in the sense that I, I end up working, uh, I work, the company I work with is American. So I end up working a lot of holidays. Um, mm-hmm. like I, you know, um, I'll help them by working holidays and things like that because the journal doesn't really shut down ever. Yeah. Um, so uh, you know that that buys me extra time later on. You know for races and stuff like that. So that's that's helpful <laughs> that way too.
0: But I, I mean when it's your choice, it's kind of, I mean it's it's cool, right? I mean if you're the one saying yeah, I'll do this for you, you know, conveniently. Mm-hmm. yeah it's fine
1: (laughs) yeah yeah well it's you know that's that's kind of the nice part is i i recognize that you know having this job allows me the flexibility so i'm i'm kind of more than happy to to you know do a few extra things when when they ask because it you know it's reciprocal
0: yeah and then you're probably like me like every once in a while there's something you want to do and it's like well, i really do need to get this thing done at work but yeah but yeah every now and then yeah yeah.
1: but not too often I mean, no, I, think, I try to. Yeah. I try to anticipate, you know, what's going to come up and when I need time, and uh, um, you know, most of it is uh, like on a daily basis. It's you know, do a chunk of work in the morning, go out and play for an hour or two, come back, check in at work, and you know, keep working for a couple more hours, go back out and play, and then finish off my day in the evening. Yeah. And uh, you know, that schedule's kind of worked really well.
0: Yeah. So are most of the your editors and and people and authors are they. Like North American based or all around the world
1: both I would say m- most are North American based but there yeah. are people around the world yeah
0: yeah but I, I suspect since you're the you're the journal they they kind of have to go on your schedule so you're not having to get up at two o'clock in the morning they have to
1: uh, <laughs> yeah it's you it's it's a lot of kind of communication that um, you know they'll send an email and they'll if you know you have kind of 24 hours to respond yeah. they'll expect something. Um, you know, ideally sooner than that within a couple hours. But uh, mm-hmm. um, there's the expectation that people are around the world so they don't always necessarily expect something uh, instantly.
0: Yeah, yeah, I get that. Um, all right, we'll, we'll get out of here in a minute. But but so, like, what kind of research papers and stuff?
1: Uh, this is allergy and immunology, which mm-hmm. actually is a field that I don't know much about or work in. Uh, <clears throat> I didn't study that. It's just So I'm working more on the – the research process. So identifying kind of, uh, what's, you know, good research and kind of the, the organization of the, the, um, the papers that people submit. So it's less on the content and more on the the format and formatting.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So you're a research expert. You're not an allergy expert. Right. Exactly. Cool. So, um, I saw what you traveled in. How did you get everything? (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> that that poor little
1: car car so it was a toyota corolla
0: you know uh, this is what's so funny i'm i was gonna say it's like the size of a toyota corolla <laughs> well yeah in fact it
1: is a toyota corolla yeah so we put uh basically everything we needed for um let me think here four adventure races uh we brought two sea kayaks with us two mountain bikes um and then camping gear to yeah. uh, camp as much as possible along the way. So this car was—I mean, everything had a place in that car. I and mean, yeah. uh, Every probably every two to three days, we would you know pretty much pull stuff out and have to reorganize. And uh, you know, if if stuff wasn't in its own place, then uh, it was it was tough. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, but everything had a spot, and uh, you know, once we figured out exactly where to put everything and it was like just putting
0: the puzzle back together every time yeah so is it like when i'm like shooting a race it's like you try to put everything back but it doesn't And then just every once in a while you just have to stop and start over
1: that's right yeah, yeah. every uh, probably yeah. every <laughs> three yeah. days or especially with the capping and stuff because you got to pull pretty much everything out
0: yeah
1: you know and then start all over again put it back in
0: yeah so yeah. all right racing so yeah. you did four races, right, last year?
1: So I did uh, Expedition Oregon. Okay. That was in uh, late May, early June. And then that was before we started the trip. Okay. That one and doesn't then, count. Uh, <laughs> that one doesn't count. That's right, yeah. Then uh, Untamed New England. That was in uh, late July. And then flew across to do Nordic Islands in Sweden and Finland. And then uh, did Shenandoah Tough. Yeah. In uh, mid September, and then late September, did wilderness tours twenty four hours, so
0: and then drove
1: and then drove back home yeah. <laughs> across the country back to BC.
0: Um, when you we'll get we'll get to the racing, but when you got home, yeah. was it like yay we're home, or was it like boo we're home?
1: Well, I was actually I uh, <laughs> Kara, my girlfriend, actually had to fly home because she started teaching in September. September, oh, okay. so she actually flew home. Um, before Shenandoah tough. So I was kind of on my own with the car. So I drove back actually on my own.
0: Um,
1: So it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was nice to be back. I I had a, I had a great trip, but yeah, Yeah. it was definitely nice to be back and not always on the road.
0: Yeah. And how soon before you do it again?
1: Oh, I, I would do something like that. Not necessarily across Canada, but uh, you know, um, pretty much every, every summer, I think we'll probably try and do some kind of, you know, big travels. Uh, we got a yeah, uh, some like a bike trip planned this summer. Um, you know, multi-day, probably uh, about a week to two weeks of uh, biking, bike touring, and. Uh, but yeah, that yeah. was that was certainly a, a big trip. That was you know yeah. bit off bit off a pretty big chunk there, especially flying. You know, flying to uh, yeah. to Sweden to do a race and then coming back and and uh, trying to work you know, pretty much full-time as well, but, yeah. uh, found ways to manage it. And, and, uh, I really enjoyed the process and it's kind of, you know, helped me to, to figure out a lifestyle that, you know, allows me to do all the things that I want to do and, and
0: have a job and still get paid. Yeah. Well, you know, the, uh, isn't that the goal of everybody? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, absolutely. I feel pretty lucky that I'm kind of can do that. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, what, what did you, what did you miss? Like, you know, being on the road and not, you know, not with all the comforts of home. Is there anything you missed or did you just get used to camping all the time?
1: I think, uh, the, the thing that we, you know, we talked about, I think the thing that would do differently is to do longer travel days and then have less travel days, mm-hmm. uh, yeah because we were on the move every you know almost every day every two days driving yeah so it was a lot of packing up and then moving and then packing up and moving and packing up and moving so um i think it would be spending a little more time you know in each place and then maybe do you know a a longer travel day when it is time to travel um so that was one of the things i missed was just um you know the ability to to sit back and relax for you know a few days at a time Mm -hmm. yeah um and then, you know, it was kind of whatever you brought, you know, when you left in, when we left in early July, whatever we brought was what we had. I mean, either you had to buy something if you didn't have it or else just do without. So it was kind of, um, we didn't have, you know, a lot of luxuries with us, but that was fun. I really liked the, you know, the simple living and, um, you know, exactly everything that's in your car and if you want something else, you got to go get it, Man. um, trying to yeah. think what else to, yeah i didn't i mean didn't, i can't say i missed a lot it was it was yeah. nice you know it was actually i liked the idea of the the simplistic living and just kind of not having anything you know much more to worry about than
0: what's in your car yeah. you know I, I actually really enjoyed that so that's cool i'll keep um so paulette and i are going to do like 10 days in iceland awesome after i'm going to go there and shoot shoot and then she's going to come in and it's like so I mean that that's probably the seek, the the trick right is just realize this is what you have and and that's what you need. Yeah and Don't that comes about it.
1: you know yeah and that comes directly from adventure racing too yeah. right that's one of the things i love most about the sport is that you know at once the gun goes off at the beginning you you have what you have in terms of materials and you know your strengths and weaknesses as a team and and you just find ways to make do with that and that's such a cool part of the sport you know just yeah. doing doing the best with what you got
0: <laughs> exactly that's,
1: you know and that kind of translated into uh our lifestyle for you know for the three months which was uh you know i think a neat experience too
0: cool so makes you realize you don't need much you know um yeah i mean we're like trying to get rid of crap here in the house and you you look at stuff and you're like i haven't even looked at that in two years why it's, why do i still have it so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think maybe you got a head start on that <laughs> Get <rid laughs> yeah. of stuff. So that's
1: yeah. not easy to get rid of stuff.
0: Um, actually, I think it is. I, I mean, I've, I've gotten to that point, I guess.
1: Oh, that's good because I can
0: look at something and say I haven't used it. I don't see where I'm going to use it. And if for some reason I really, really do someday, get another one or rent one or see. Yeah, yeah,
1: so, yeah. yeah, yeah. I had to go through that uh, moving. You know, moving out west. It was really. I, I probably got rid of, you know, 60, 70% of my stuff yeah. um, to move across the country because I didn't really bring much with me other than what I could fit in, the, you know, in yeah. a, an SUV. So I uh, shipped a little bit of stuff. But uh, that was a really good experience for me trying to pare that down. So I, there's a lot of things that I don't, you know, I yeah. thought I
0: would miss and I don't really miss. There's very yeah. few
1: things that I've been like, oh, I wish I would
0: have kept that. Yeah, uh, good. So, yeah. all right. So five races. Do you. You don't have to say who, but do you have a favorite teammate out of all those people you raced with? <laughs> um, I mean, I have, I have
1: the, my team that I, I raced with. You know, kind of going back a long ways. So yeah. There's always there's always that kind of nostalgia of racing with those guys. I don't get to do it all that often, um, so that's always fun to get the you know kind of the old gang back yeah. together. Um, yeah. you know and then and then obviously when you have new teammates or or you know teammates that you're racing with more regularly it it's the excitement of you know pushing that and seeing how
0: far you can go with you know
1: with your new teammates or different yeah. teammates
0: so how did you um go about figuring out who you're going to race with at, at different races i mean you know that's a it's a big time frame a lot of races you need you yeah. need a lot of people
1: yeah well it, yeah it's a bit haphazard i mean i i kind of um, every year it's a bit of a challenge <laughs> yep. you know I, I like how much do I sit back and wait and see who asked me to race with them how much do I you know try and approach other teams and um, there's kind of a few you know um, a few people that I expect to hear from you know to, you kind of say oh what's your season looking like or what's you know what are your plans and so it, it kind of is a bit organic in that sense where there's no real rhyme or reason. It's kind of trying to get it as quickly as possible, as early as possible, trying to get a picture of who's planning on doing what and then seeing, you know, where things will fit in Mm -hmm. Um, both in terms of timing, in terms of teammates. Uh, So yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't extremely well planned or thought out originally. (laughs) It it was kind of, you know, seeing who wanted to do what um, and then trying to see what would, fit reasonably into a schedule
0: uh, (laughs) and then taking it from there yeah yeah so did you how many new people did you race with uh last year i want to say not many i think two okay yeah
1: i think only two okay and how many
0: and who was there anybody that you raced multiple races with
1: yeah, uh, Shane and Rachel, uh, with a mountain race company. Yeah. Um, yeah, those guys I would have raced. Yeah, two races with.
0: Yeah, well, you know, spreading the wealth around, aren't you?
1: Yeah, no, I, I, I love. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of fun racing with different people at different races because uh, you know every race then
0: not only race has a
1: different flavor, but then kind of the team makeup has a different flavor, and that's you know that's fun.
0: Yeah, that's kind of cool so um let's just do like a quick recap of we'll go through the races and sure you know, give me you know have people people like to know how races went for you so
1: yeah so, so yeah so expedition oregon we uh we ended up finishing in second that was uh that was a heck of a race that's it's you know um i'm heading back this year to race again and um they put on a really great challenging yeah. race course and i think they're always you know they they've got great terrain and they know how to use it so uh that was super fun and, and uh, a great challenge
0: yeah. um and
1: then uh untamed new england we had a few little struggles we missed a cutoff uh late in the race so we finished eighth um yeah. overall and yeah. then uh a nordic islands race was a super fun race um I definitely would be happy to go back and do that one again. Uh, the highlight of that one probably was the, it was like a 76K swim run section, uh, which we had never done a swim run before. And uh, so we we kind of didn't know what we were up against. And uh, so we, w- we went on that thing, you know, with kind of full backpacks and and uh, just wanted to be safe because we weren't sure, you know, how we would deal with the, the cold and being wet, and you know, through the night. And then we saw a team that had had, had uh, they had a uh, a sick teammate earlier in the race, one of the lead teams. So they were coming; they had stopped for like eight hours to, to rest and get the teammate better. So they came from behind us with these little fanny packs on and just blew right by us, and so we went, "Oh, that's how you do a swim run." <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so that was a uh, that was a great learning experience. Uh, we finished tenth in that one, which. Uh, I think, I think was a pretty good finish for us. I, mm. I was pretty happy with that. Um, given the, the caliber of teams there and, uh, just that we were getting ourselves into some, some new aspects of the sport. Yeah. And then, uh, Shenandoah tough, which was, uh, uh, pretty exciting tough. race. for us. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It was a tough race and things got switched around, uh, because of, you know, some potential weather issues and, um, the hurricane was supposed to blow through there and never ended up hitting us, but they had to revamp the course because of that. And um, we ended up winning, um, so we actually won the entry to the to the world championships. And uh, unfortunately, we tried. Shane and I tried really hard. Um, our other two teammates couldn't make it. We knew yeah. that from the start, and uh, we tried up and down and backwards to you know to find ways to to get there. And it just it wasn't making sense um, <clears throat> logistically and finding the right teammates and stuff like that. So, unfortunately, we didn't make it to the World Championships. But uh, still, really cool to, to take the win at Shenandoah. Yeah. And then, the uh, last race was uh, Wilderness Traverse. And that was uh, a run and gun kind of race. 24 hours of, well, less than 24 hours of uh, pedal to the metal, which is always a fun fun challenge because you know in a race like that any one of probably 10 teams have a legitimate chance of being on the podium so um and small mistakes can cost uh, you know easily a couple spots mm-hmm. so uh that was a super fun race so we ended up finishing in second um we were hoping to win that one but uh second place was still pretty good
0: yeah how do you um make that transition from doing expeditions all summer into that, you know the speed of that, the twenty
1: four. That was hard. I would have much rather do the faster race first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a that was a huge challenge to to go from, you know, long and slow for days and days every race and even, you know, when we were in between kind of training or just getting out and playing to all of a sudden having to, you know, put the hammer down for I think we were nineteen, twenty hours, something like that. <laughs> that was a uh, that was very challenging. Yeah,
0: that's cool. So, um, okay. So you had a first, a second. I mean, you had really good results all these races. But what what was the best race for you of of the five races? Um. Hmm. That's tricky. Okay, maybe it's a little easier. What was the what was the best race for the team for a team? I mean, I, you know, winning yeah. this doesn't necessarily mean that was your best race. No, yeah. and, that, and that was the interesting thing about kind of all these
1: races. Is and I guess it's the same for any race. But um, you know, there were there were really challenging times in each one of the races, and, and we found a way to make it work. I mm. do think Shenandoah Tough um, was probably the the Best race for that in the sense that um, to be able to to, to take a win, uh, even though you've had some you know pretty tough struggles that we didn't we weren't even sure if we were going to be able to continue forward with um, you know some teammates struggling and stuff like that. So um, I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, Expedition Oregon uh, was great because we were we kind of came from behind to take second place, and that was pretty unexpected. We were just pushing hard, and then. We kind of, you know, um, caught up to, you know, the the team ahead of us late in the race, very late in the race. So that was, uh, that was an exciting finish. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I mean, the, every race had something pretty cool, cool about it that was unexpected and, you know, kind of challenges where we weren't sure if we'd be able to move forward at the speed we wanted to or not.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, that's cool. So, um, What was there, can you come up with, like, one really low spot in, I don't know, what's that, 20 days of racing or something like that?
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, The end of the Nordic Islands race, Mm -hmm. um, I had something wrong with my, um, I guess it'd be kind of the insertion, like, kind of the the base of your calf muscle there, Mm -hmm. like, where it kind of joins up goes down lower there was i was having trouble there and then my opposite foot um kind of the front i guess the front of your ankle uh, i i don't know exactly what it was but it made for a pretty slow end to the race so that was really tough and we were in the last thing was like a uh, an o section in the in the city so we we're on pavement and concrete so that was that was a pretty big struggle and then um that was probably the the biggest one I think for me that that really uh, slowed me down quite a bit, and I had to yeah. push pretty hard. Yeah, yeah. but every race, that, you know, obviously had some low points for for me and and uh, uh,
0: you know some of my teammates sometimes too. Yeah. So um, and and how come it always works out that whatever is bothering you is what you have to do? Like for the yeah, last of leg of a yeah. race, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. never fails. Yeah. So, did you have any trouble keeping motivated? Did you get a little burned out or anything, or or were they? Um, I, yeah. I mean, towards the end, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I
1: think had we gone to the World Championships, mm-hmm. I might have struggled there mentally. Yeah. Um, just to put to put one more, I, I still wanted to go. I mean, it would have been awesome, but um, I recognize that that would have been a huge challenge mentally to, to, to keep, you know, keep that going for another month, basically. Um,
0: But do you think, you think if you'd have like had teammates all sewed up, like, you know, you know, two days after Shenandoah tough, you probably would have been mentally a lot better.
1: Sorry. Say that again.
0: Well, you had it like, if you'd have known like two days after Shenandoah tough that you you had a team and you were going to world. Do you think your mind would have been right by the time you got there? Oh, probably. Yeah. I mean, I would have, I would have done everything I could to, yeah.
1: to take care of that. I probably would have actually just rested yeah. <laughs> for the most part, <laughs> uh, you know, just kind of taking the time off mostly uh, just try to maintain, you know,
2: yeah.
1: uh, what I had at that point. Um, yeah. I mean, that was part of it is, I think it was when it's in between and you're having to, you know, spend a lot of time and energy just trying to figure out if she can go, and then trying to make it work, and then you know, uh, talking back and forth with Shane almost, you know, every day or every two days, trying to figure out, okay, what have you found out? What have I found out? You know, what's yeah. what's it looking like? Um, yeah, uh, yeah. I yeah. think it, it it does get tougher as a, as it wears on, but uh, at the same time, I think even just racing with different teammates each time made it good mm-hmm. because then you know it, it's a it's a new team and so there's some excitement with that of seeing you know seeing or racing with people that you haven't had the chance to do that with in, in a while um, so that helped a lot too yeah
0: that's a, yeah yeah the mental part um so is this like is as much as you've ever raced in one year yeah i
1: yeah i would say so, so yeah I mean, in terms of long races yeah. definitely um I've had seasons where I did, you know, maybe two or three long races and then uh, a bunch of shorter ones. But mm-hmm. definitely, this is uh, probably the most for uh,
0: expedition-like races. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think um, it's changed your your physiology, your body in any ways, good or bad, racing that much? Um, I don't know. I mean, I. I feel a
1: little worse for the wear this year um, kind of going into the next season, but uh, we'll see how it actually, you know, pans out. Um, I took a pretty, like I took a long break after. Yeah. Um, pretty much right into the new year. Um, I didn't really do all that much in terms of training. I, you know, I went out and played and stuff like that, but I definitely laid low from, you know, the end of wilderness traverse all the way into probably mid January. Um, <clears throat> And that was I think a good call for me to you know, take a big break like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, get yeah, yeah I can I can see that. So Yeah, both um, physically and mentally. Yeah. Well and that yeah. maybe even yeah, probably takes even more is the mental aspect of it.
1: Yeah. 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 I mean I wanted I that was part of As I just I took a break and then didn't really get out back out there until I felt like I wanted to get back out there both physically and mentally. You know, until I started missing kind of getting out there um and training and just playing outside so um you know then I was much more motivated to
0: to get back into it yeah so you've taken that long a break more than normal and now it's mid-march what how do you think your fitness is compared to like a normal year quote unquote yeah it's tough because
1: with you know expedition oregon comes earlier than I normally raced in previous years with the exception of last year obviously but mm-hmm. um i yeah uh, i think I, I think i'm playing a little bit of catch up right now yeah getting ready for expedition oregon i feel good um and uh yeah i haven't had a chance to do like a ton of biking until about two or three weeks ago so um now i'm kind of putting the biking back in a lot more um yeah. so we'll uh, we'll see when we get there but i I think it'll end up, you know, all right in the long run. But um you know, initially I feel like I was a little further behind than, than I would have liked to be or normally
0: would be getting, you know, into a big race. So Yeah, yeah, it's early and and just keep telling yourself I'm rested. <laughs> that's right, yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. I go in with
1: you know, good energy that yeah. way that I, I had a good long rest and uh you know, so mentally and
0: physically I'm I'm
1: excited to get,
0: you know, back out there. Yeah. But then, again, you've uh, got another project you're starting. That's got to take a little time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so... So I want to know about this because I saw the thing, yeah. it, saw your post, and I'm like, that really sounds interesting. I wonder what the hell it is.
1: <laughs> yeah. So
0: it, it's based
1: on kind of my experience of, of um, working and playing and traveling and being out in nature. So... Um, what I'm trying to do right now is to create a, an experience um, for, that I can take other people on that would basically combine uh, work and play in a natural setting. So the whole idea um, is what you would call blended working, basically. So it's blending your day to be able to work and play kind of yeah, intermittently. So instead of, you know, for most people their day is... The centerpiece of their day is work, mm-hmm. right? It's this big chunk of time that's in the middle of the day. Um, maybe you might be able to have a little bit of time at lunch to, to go do something else. But really, your day, the centerpiece of that day is, is work for every day of the weekday. Yeah. So what I want to do is to basically kind of flip that around. <clears throat> so I, I I just need I needed a name for it, so I called it a flipped work day. Yeah. So basically the idea is flipping a day around so that um, – part of that middle of the day, you get to prioritize things that are important to you. So for me, that's playing outdoors. Um, So in the middle of the day, you know, kind of late afternoon or mid or late, late morning, um, early afternoon, um, it's scheduling some time to be able to do those things as well. So it kind of, the way the workflow, it goes is, you know, work in the morning, take a break, in the you know late afternoon, work uh, right through, you know maybe two hours during lunch, the lunch period, have another little break, early afternoon, go out and do something, and then finish your day later on in the afternoon or evening. <clears throat> and so, um, for me, it's it's made a huge difference in terms of um, you know there's kind of an ebb and flow to our days where our energy level changes, our focus changes, so. You know, when I start to feel those things, I, I get out and do something different, right? And then I come back and I'm actually more ready because I'm a little bit physically tired. So I'm actually ready to sit down and do more work and then just use my brain for a while. Um, so it's kind of looking at um, how to do that with other people, giving, mm-hmm. you know, the chance for other people to have a, a similar experience and see, you know, is that something that's help for, helpful for other people? And uh, the other part of it is, um for most people we end up playing in the place where we have to work, right? Our job kind of determines where we where we get to spend most of our time playing. Yeah. So I you know, especially with this trip last summer and I'm trying to do it, you know, as often as possible, it's flipping that around as well and working in the places where I where I want to play, where I like to play. Yeah. Right? So using technology basically to be able to do my work from a remote location and on a bit of a flexible schedule to be able to then, um, you know, I guess have a better flow to the day. So it's not, you know, um, work in the middle of the day, this big chunk in the middle of the day and then try and fit in the rest of my life either before or after that work day. Yeah, it's trying, to, trying to meld those two together so that there's more of a flow to the day. <clears throat> so that's something I'm, um, I'm trying to build a, uh, I guess a small company that would allow people to, you know, to be able to do that a, a in one week outing. So basically, you would go to, let's say, like a, a ski resort, and during the week, you would, you know, as a group, you get up and do work in the morning, and then go out maybe in cross-country ski for a couple hours, or you know, an hour to two hours, come back, mm-hmm. work some more, have some lunch, go back out for another, you know, a snowshoe or something in the afternoon back finish your work day and then have some free time in the evening so something like that you know on that kind of a schedule and the hope is that people can then go home you know it's it's talking about it with people as well so that they can go home and figure out you know how can they create something like this in their own life can they can they have a little bit of flexibility in the work and obviously not everybody's going to be able to have that flexibility um you know like obviously some jobs are limited that way but if they're is, a, you know, the ability to have some flexibility um, is trying to leverage technology to be able to, you know, to basically have, I would say, a, you know, create your days in a little bit in a way that you like them, Yeah. that you actually enjoy them, um, and there's a flow to it. And I think, you know, my experience is that I've, I've been more effective um, in getting my work done. Um, and I don't mind... You know, when I have the opportunity to to get outside a couple times a day, I don't mind working a little bit later into the evening. Yeah. You know? um, so that's that's in a nutshell what I'm what I'm trying yeah. to do. So I'm I'm uh, pilot testing that in uh, in June. Um, so.
0: and we'll see how that works out. Yeah, you got the uh, suckers. I mean. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, researchers to help you yet?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no researchers yet. No. Nope. <laughs> uh, but I have all oh, participants though. No.
0: Yeah. Not, not researchers. The but participants. Though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Participants. A better yeah, word. Better yeah. Have, yeah. 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 So, so, so do you think this is going to be, I mean, I, I see the benefit for people, for the worker, but I also, I'm guessing, and you probably think so too, this would be benefit for a company.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, I think there's a lot of benefits to a company. One is you're gonna, I think, they're gonna have happier employees, but also more productive employees. Um, It's you know, I think there's a give and take. Um, I know my relationship with my employer is much better because I have more flexibility. They, you know, Mm -hmm. I get to do the things I want to do during the day, in exchange for getting the work done for them yeah. right yeah so there's kind of a, there's kind of a give and take there and i think the employer gains you know just as much by only giving up a small amount like <clears throat> um the reality is you're still doing most of your work during you know kind of like the 8 a.m to 5 p.m window you're, you're still getting most of your work done yeah but it's just allowing a little bit of you know a little bit of time in there to do things that are important to you um so i don't think the employer really loses much and I think the, you know just by um, I think just by showing their employees that they care about their well-being I think is, is going to go a long way in making a you know a happier employee but also someone that's willing to you know do the extra little bit of work to uh, you know the kind of that reciprocity where when they know their employer is willing to give a little bit then I think makes you w- more willing to give a little bit as
0: well yeah, I think, um, yeah, and the, what was it, the gig economy nowadays that, you know, yeah employers, they need something to stand out from everybody else, right, to get the good people?
1: Yeah, 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 and I don't, like I said, I don't think it's giving up that much. Yeah. And it's not something that even needs to happen, you know, every day. It's something that even if, you know, two, three times a week, even if your employee has, you know, a, a couple hours in the middle of the day to be able to do things that are important to them. Um, you know, I don't think it's giving up that much.
0: Yeah, and there's a lot to be gained. Well, and and I see it or look at it. I mean, my limited knowledge is that um, when you're when the employer says to his, his his worker, "I trust you're going to get this done," and, you know that that makes me feel good as a worker.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I I totally agree with that, and <clears throat> and I think there's always that that fear that you know if you just leave an employee to their own devices that they're just not going to do the work but i think um i i mean there's certainly there will be limits right there will be some people that will probably try and take advantage but i think in general um you know there's a give and take relationship there especially if it's not something that um there's you know there's ways to check in on a regular basis there's things that employers Mm -hmm. can do and and that's already being done in you know, a lot of ways with, um, you know, like remote working and stuff like that. <coughs> yeah. Um, you know, those things are already being done, um, so I don't think it's it's that different. Uh, but for me, it's you know the the main difference from remote work and flex time work and stuff like that is just the idea of of really prioritizing uh, you know some of that central part of the day for ourselves to yeah. be able to do things that are important to us, and it doesn't doesn't matter what those things are, but as long as they're important and things that are, you know, going to contribute to our well-being, then um, I think that'll go a long way.
0: Well, yeah, and I think people, I mean, many, 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 many's away years ago <laughs> when I was working construction for a big company. You know, A lot of times, you know, they're, you'd get laid off for a couple of weeks, and I would find that I wouldn't do anything. I mean, it's like, oh, I got all day to go for a bike ride and it'd be like oh i spent all day not going for a bike ride (laughs) so i think people you know yeah you say oh god be nice to have all day to train but it might be nicer if you're like well i've got two and a half hours that i can go out and do something and back to work i think yeah that's a good great idea
1: yeah exactly and it's it's kind of it's taking it in small doses right it's saying okay well i've got i've got you know, an hour or two hours of free time here, I'm going to maximize that time. And now I've got an hour to two hours of work to do. So I'm just going to focus on getting that work done for those two hours. And then I get to play again, Yeah. right? So it's like taking it in in those smaller chunks. Whereas I think what happens often in my experience and in talking to a lot of different people is that when you think about your day, you know, if you've got this nine to five kind of job, um, you think about your day, you're like, oh my God, this is going to be so long. And so you, you know, you waste time for, you know, waste time in the morning, mm-hmm. waste time in the afternoon because you're, you're trying to, you know, yeah. get this, whole you're thinking of it as this whole long day. Just like when we think about an adventure race, if you start thinking about six days of racing, you're like, oh my God, this is overwhelming. <laughs> but if you take it in small sections, right, yeah. they're much more manageable. So it's yeah. trying to make the day more manageable by kind of, you know, scheduling uh, other things for yourself in there too, to, to, to change the, the tone of the day and to change the pace of the day and, you know, have more flow between yeah. the the physical and the mental components of it.
0: Yeah. You can get up at 4 a.m. and do two hours of work instead of a two-hour workout. Yeah. <laughs> and then go do yeah. your workout. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah, exactly. It's finding, you know, I think the biggest thing then too is then people start finding what, you know, when they're actually most productive, you know, mm-hmm. is it is getting up first thing in the morning and doing three hours of work. Is that, productive for you or yeah. is, are you most productive if you get up and then go outside right away for an yeah. hour or two hours yeah. And <clears throat> it, once, once you break it down to those smaller chunks it gives people an opportunity to test those little you know test little theories about when they're most productive or what things make them productive um,
0: so
1: yeah you know and how much physical activity in between is it is it a hard workout is it an easy workout is it is it doing something else maybe just going for a hike or a walk or you know um when you break it down into those smaller chunks, it gives people a chance to, to experiment a little bit more with those, you know, the, the pieces and how they fit together.
0: Yeah. Well, it's it's kind of funny because Paul, that'll, you know, it'll be 930 and she's like, well, I just got a half hour's worth of work. And I'm like, just get up in the morning and do it because you're going to sit there for an hour and it's not going to get done tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and, if she, yeah. And, and she's fine getting up, you know, right away yeah. going and doing it. So, yeah, it'll give people a chance to to learn yeah. how to do that. So.
1: Yeah, exactly, knowing, you know, figuring out what works for you because it's going to be different from other people. And, um, you know, we certainly don't, I think most of us don't fit very well into that nine-to-five type yeah. box of big, huge chunks of work and then try to, you know, fit in everything else that's important to you, either early in the morning or, you know, late in the afternoon or yeah. evening.
0: Yeah, especially especially this audience, I think yeah exactly yeah so i i I would guess there's probably a lot of people that just you know i have no problem going to work at eight o'clock in the morning and leaving at five o'clock and not thinking about it till the next day but yeah yeah i i I don't know a lot of them in person (laughs) yeah but a big you know a big part of what i want to do too
1: is is um you know kind of like you asked about employers is is getting employers to see too that You know especially with technology the way it works now and and many jobs there's there's no need for someone to be in the office Mm -hmm. you know the entire all the time the entire week it's not it's not necessary maybe it's important for them to be there at certain times you know of the day or of the week but um with tech you know we have good enough technology now that most people can do a big part of their work from anywhere yeah Um, you know and so it's trying to leverage that to say hey let's let's Try and think differently about what, a, you know, what a standard work day needs to look like um, and think about what's going to work best to make your employee the most effective. And part of that is, you know, having them do things that are important to them, too, to say, hey, my day isn't just about my work, you know, or my week isn't just about my job. It's also about my life. And, you know, when I'm doing the things I want to do as a priority each day, not just my job being my priority, then, you know, I'm going to be a, a happier worker, but I think also I'm a more effective worker.
0: Makes sense. So how much of your drive across Canada both ways did you spend thinking about this?
1: Oh, <laughs> tons. It's, yeah, it's, you know, it's been on my mind for, for quite a long time and yeah. it, it was awesome to be able to just test it out, um, in a few different settings, um, you know, in a camping setting, uh, staying with friends, staying with family, um, <clears throat> You know, in and around even traveling, you know, to and from races. You know, things like okay, well, how many days can I work before the race? When I, you know, when I get to the race venue, do I have to stop working? Then do I need to start, you know, take those days off? Or you know, so it's just kind of testing those things in different um, in different settings and different timings and seeing when am I most effective? You know, what works for me? Yeah. Uh, so and then try to figure out how, like, how do you make this something that other people can experience and test out in a way that is still going to allow them to, to get their job done. Um, and that their employer also is going to trust that they're going to get their job done, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? Um, so it's trying to create some kind of a, a, you know, almost a, a working vacation, right? Where you're, you're out in a, you know, in a novel setting, in a natural setting, um, going out and playing outside of nature, but also, you know, it's there's an infrastructure there for you to still get your job done. Yeah, uh, you know, so that's what I'm trying to trying to design.
0: That's what I've been thinking about for quite a long time now. Yeah, but you know, you are forgetting one very obvious uh benefit of this system. What's that? Well, when you get drugged to the cousin's house that you don't like, you can say, "Oh, I I got to go in the other room. I got to do some work."
1: <laughs> Hi, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's right always have an excuse right? there you go
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah so um okay so other than uh re uh, refiguring out how the working worlds going to work what else you got on the plate you got expedition oregon any anything else uh
1: looming uh yeah we're we're signed up for the worlds okay in uh, sri lanka so um i think that's going to be awesome uh, i'm really looking forward to that yep. i've never been to that part of the world so uh uh, that's going to be super fun. And then uh, I was looking at a race in the summertime and uh, not too sure what's going to happen there. Right now I don't have anything planned. but yeah. um, I am doing, uh, my girlfriend and I are going to do a, uh, like I said, about a week to two weeks bike trip on, the. it's called the Kettle Valley Railway, uh, which is out here at mm. West. Cool. Uh, so it's like a rail trail, but uh, I think we'll cover probably – Probably four or five hundred miles, I think, um, and yeah. and I'll still be working, so um, you know we'll, there'll be probably shorter days of, of biking and just uh, you know having a little bit more flexibility, so I can still get my work done. Yeah. So that'll be a fun test as well. Uh, see how that works out.
0: Yeah, I see. I see how this is working. You're doing all these tests of your system. Yeah. <laughs> <You're> not... <laughs> That's Right. Well, I got
1: to test it in different environments. Yeah. See how that works. See so... what works. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the biggest limiting technology is going anywhere in nature that doesn't have cell reception. Yeah. Um, so, you know, if I, if I can't get cellular reception, then, um, I can't be in that place for too, too long. Yeah. Um, so it's just trying to, you know, I do a lot of things like checking, you know, network coverage areas for, yeah. uh, cell providers and stuff like that. And then planning, you know, planning the trip a little bit around that. So at least. Um, I can start or end my day somewhere where there's cell coverage so I can actually get, you know, those chunks of work done.
0: Yeah. Uh, But you can go some pretty cool places and, and, and still have coverage, which is good and or bad, but. um, Oh yeah, no, exactly.
1: That's part of the, that's part of the fun of it, right? Is trying to find, you know, it's like you, you're trying to push the envelope a little bit and say, okay, how far into nature can I get and still be able to get my work done? Yeah. Um, Cause my work is, is entirely online. Like I can't, there's really nothing I yeah. can do offline, yep. um, so I'm I'm limited that way in, in terms of you know some other jobs you could probably do you know a few hours of work offline. Yeah, uh, my job doesn't really allow for that. So, um, but it's a fun challenge, right? To see where I can go and you know how can I make the day work.
0: Um, so, yeah, well that's yeah. cool. So all right, well I'm I've I'm bugging Craig about going to Worlds also, so.
1: Oh, I that's, hope you get there. That'll be awesome.
0: Uh, yeah. Well, you know, I just keep I just keep putting little seeds in his mind. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's right, yeah, yeah. So, that's the way to do it, a little bit at a time. So, well, yeah.
0: all right. Well, we're done. <laughs> okay. Sounds <That'll be> good. <laughs> after as long as it took us to get this, because I think I I think I said uh, after Shannon do a tough we should talk and. Yeah, that was like it's been a like, while. Yeah, a year ago. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, exactly. But, hey, it was yeah, worth. Got it out. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. So it gave me a chance to learn a little bit more and figure more
0: stuff out. There yeah. you go. That works out. So it's good. Good. Yeah. Awesome. So, all right. Well, awesome. cool, James. It was. Uh, it was fun as usual.
1: Yes, great to talk to you, Randy.
0: All right. Well, go um, hang out, get some brownie points with the girlfriend's family.
1: Yeah, well, it's dinner time, so uh, I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> okay. Thanks. All right. Take care, Randy. All right, bye. bye Bye-bye.
2: Boat, baby, rock the boat. Don't tip the boat over. Rock the boat. Don't rock the boat, baby. Rock the boat. Up we sail through every storm. I've always had your tender lips to keep me warm. Oh, I need to have the strength that flows from you. Don't let me drift away my On the ocean, ocean. You. Thank you. Thank you. Remember PBS—the only way to keep these kinds of shows going, and and for folks like yourselves to come out here and you know patronize us—we appreciate you again. Thank you so much for staying up late with us. We love you. Good night. Good night. So make Good night. that call. Make that call. All right. Once again, folks. Alright. Whoa, whoa, whoa! The man wants to talk to us. <laughs>